got a jam-packed show you are listening to us on wqee 99.1 fm the key out of noonan brought to you by ivy park sports bar and grill christie's cafe and the man in the mirror podcast such a great show i'm going to get into all the high school basketball action we've got the columbus rapids happening this wednesday at the columbus civic center i'll be at the civic center tonight for the live show Other sports stories going on in the national news. Russell Westbrook's buyout with the Jazz allows him to sign with the Los Angeles Clippers. And we also have Bracketology 101 with a new AP poll out. Who is now my projected number one seeds in college basketball? I'm going to start this show off talking about high school basketball in Alabama and Georgia because right now we are in the state playoffs for both states. And I had the privilege to call several 1A boys and girls state tournament games in Montgomery yesterday for the NFHS network, and I survived. I was able to call four games just doing play-by-play. It was just me on the mic, and I was able to get the job done, and I appreciated that opportunity. So the first game I called, it was at 10 o'clock in the morning Eastern time down in Montgomery, It was the Otagaville girls taking on A.L. Johnson. A.L. Johnson won the game. They clinch a berth in the region tournament final. And then the second game I called was Otagaville boys taking on R.C. Hatch. The Otagaville boys were able to defeat R.C. Hatch Bobcats to advance to their final in the region. The third and fourth game were both the Lochapoca Indians and Lady Indians. So I call the Lochapoca Lady Indians. They defeated University Charter, and they will take on A.L. Johnson in the regional final. And then the Lochapoca Indians boys varsity basketball team was able to beat Keith, and they will take on Otagaville in the regional final. These regional final games will take place February the 23rd, tip-off at 1045 Eastern. They have changed the venue It is going to be the Garrett Coliseum in Montgomery. We were at the Multiplex at the Cramden Bowl yesterday, and I know that I said on the air that it was going to be at the Multiplex, but it's still going to be in Montgomery. They've changed the venue to Garrett Coliseum, which is a 10,000-seat arena in Montgomery. There were still quite a few fans yesterday at the Multiplex, but because it is a regional final game, they want to get the bigger venue, and I can understand that. I am available. I've reached out to the NFHS network. And this week, even though it's going to be a busy week for me because i got the coaches show tonight, I'm calling the Columbus Rapids on Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I am available to call region games, second round in the state playoffs if needed, whether it's for the NFHS network or helping Thrift Barringer with his broadcast. I'm available because I know we do have a lot of high school playoffs to cover. We are going to go ahead and start with Georgia because they are kicking things off first round tournament games in the state of Georgia going on right now today. 
We'll start with the Hardaway girls. They are in action, tip-off at 6 p.m. as they are taking on Westover. The Callaway Lady Cavaliers are on the road taking on Kip Atlanta. Tip-off will be at 5.30. The Spencer girls are in action tonight on the road, tip-off at 6 p.m. as they will take on Fitzgerald Purple Hurricane. Taylor County is hosting Twiggs County. The Carver Lady Tigers in action tonight taking on the Lady Knights of Upson Lee. Schley County is on the road taking on Glasscock County. The Northside Lady Patriots in action tonight taking on Lithonia. Now let's go over to first round action for the boys. The Manchester Blue Devils are in action tonight. Tip off at 6 p.m. as they will take on Georgia Military. The Northside Patriots in action tonight. Tip off at 7.30 p.m. taking on Lithonia. You got Heard County at home today taking on Bryan County. The LaGrange Grangers are on the road. They are the number third seed. They are traveling to Burke County to take on the Burke County Bears. The Spencer Green Wave. This is a team that Thrift and I both feel that they can make a deep run and possibly go all the way to the state championship. They are going to host Cook. And I don't have a time for that one. I don't know if it's going to be today or tomorrow. But the Spencer Green Wave in action. They are a number one seed. They look to make a deep run in the state playoffs. The Greenville Patriots are in action on the road taking on Wilkinson County. The Callaway Cavaliers are on the road. Tip off at 7 p.m. tonight taking on the Bulldogs from Washington. The Shaw Raiders are on the road. Tip off at 7 p.m. taking on the Perry Panthers. These are games that are taking place on February the 22nd. Harris County in action on the 22nd of February on the road taking on the Decatur Bulldogs. And the Carver Tigers, the number four seed, on the road February 22nd, tip off at 7.30, taking on the Upson Lee Knights. Playoff action in the state of Alabama. I'm going to go ahead and get into 7A. You know, I had the privilege of calling 1A yesterday, but we got 7A matchups. The Central Red Devils are in the Elite Eight, and they are going to take on Fairhope tomorrow. Tip off is at 11.45 in Birmingham for the right to go to the Final Four that would take place on March the 2nd. That is 7A action for the boys. That's the only matchup in the Chattahoochee Valley. You have Baker taking on Dothan. But let's go to 5A because the Valley Rams picked up their 30th victory. They beat Demopolis in Birmingham yesterday, 72-44. to And they will take on Central of Clay County on February the 23rd, tip off at 11.45 a.m. in Birmingham after Central of Clay County defeated Brubaker Tech 68-65. And head coach Marshawn Harper has got an incredible team making a deep run. Another team in the Chattahoochee Valley that won their regional semifinal game, the Eufaula Tigers. They defeated St. Paul's Episcopal 52-31, and they will take on Charles Henderson at 645 tomorrow in the South Regional Final. So good luck to all the teams in 5A. Let's talk some 5A girls. The Eufaula Lady Tigers were able to get the victory over St. Paul's Episcopal 52-36 in the South Regional Semifinal. And they will face Charles Henderson in the South Regional Final February the 22nd tip-off at 5 p.m. The ARAB Knights 
They defeat Springville 56-30, and they are going to take on the Southside Panthers in the Northeast Regional Final. In the Central Regional Final, it's Brubaker Tech taking on Marbury. Now let's go to the boys 4A, where Booker T. Washington gets the victory over Escambia County 47-39. They are going to take on Montgomery Catholic in the South Regional Final. Over for 4A girls, congratulations to the Hanley Lady Tigers for beating Winota 50-47 in the Northeast Regional Semifinal. They will take on New Hope in the Northeast Regional Final tip-off at 1.30 p.m. tomorrow. For the girls 2A, the Lynette Lady Panthers, they get the win over Pisgah 69-65 in the Northeast Regional Semifinal. And they are in action tonight. Tip-off at 5 p.m. The Lynette Lady Panthers taking on Eider in the Northeast Regional Final. Good luck to the Lady Panthers up at the campus of Jacksonville State. I will make sure to have the latest updates on my Tuesday night show with the basketball scores that's going on. And as we wrap up the playoffs in the state of Alabama, we are revving things up in the state of Georgia to include coverage of all the GIAA and the GAPPS action, Calvary Christian, St. Ampicelli, and Brookstone. I'll make sure to get that covered on the show as well. There is a new AP poll out for men's college basketball, and like I predicted, Houston is the new number one. They only have two losses. They're 25-2, and two, and like I projected, they are the overall number one seed in my latest bracketology. So right now, because of the new AP poll coming out, here are going to be my projected seeds. Now, when you think about this show, I always like to add another seed to this show. This is the week where I add the eighth seed to this show. Hey, we've had an eighth seed win the NCAA tournament, Villanova, back in 1985. So here we go. The latest bracketology, according to Joe Lenardi. In fact, this was updated as of 9 o'clock this morning. Okay, the latest bracketology, according to ESPN's Joe Lenardi. Alabama is the overall number one seed. Okay, I'll give them that. Look, they're ranked number two in the AP poll, but they have a very good strength of schedule. They just have to win out. Alabama is in a very good prime position to keep a number one seed. I'm just not sure if they're going to get the overall number one seed. All right, so my number one seeds in my latest bracketology is Alabama, Houston, Purdue, and Kansas. This is just based off of how they're going to finish out the season. I think Purdue is going to win the Big Ten. I think Kansas is going to win the Big 12. And Houston is going to win the American Conference. My number two seeds are UCLA, Virginia, Texas, and Tennessee. Look, I know Tennessee fell in the rankings. But this is based off of I think they're going to do well in the SEC tournament. And they're going to get a number two seed. My number three seeds are Arizona, Baylor, Marquette, and Gonzaga. My number four seeds are Miami, Kansas State, Indiana, and Yukon. My number five seeds are St. Mary, Xavier, Providence, and Northwestern. 
My number six seeds are Creighton, Iowa State, Texas A&M, and San Diego State. My number seven seeds are TCU, NC State, Maryland, and Pittsburgh. And finally, my number eight seeds, Duke, I know, surprising, Kentucky, Arkansas, and Oklahoma State. So there you have it. And I know that they have Kentucky. They were a bubble team. They're not a bubble team anymore, especially after beating Tennessee twice. I believe Kentucky is going to get a number eight seed. All right, the latest bubble watch in bracketology, the last four in, according to ESPN's Joe Lenardi, Nevada, Mississippi State, USC, and Wisconsin. The first four out, North Carolina, Charleston, New Mexico, and Utah State. You're probably wondering, why is North Carolina a bubble team? They haven't had a great season. I know they have one of the best players in college basketball, Armando Baycott, but they have struggled. How can North Carolina get into this tournament? I'm going to see their path because their next game, they're on the road against Notre Dame. they got to win that game. 16-11, and 11, I mean, they got the almost the same identical record as Georgia. Hasn't really played anybody. they got to win against Notre Dame. they got to win against Virginia at home and then beat Florida State. They win out those games, and then they beat Duke in Chapel Hill on March the 4th. I think North Carolina will get in this tournament. But right now, they are considered a bubble team. All right, after we have the NBA All-Star weekend, we have a break until Thursday until we get NBA games back. I love the NBA. I love talking about the NBA on this show. But the headlines just continue to remain Russell Westbrook signs with the Los Angeles Clippers, and all the talk is, are the Clippers now the favorites in the West? Well, let's be honest here. What does Russell Westbrook do well that helps your teammates? He got the buyout from the Jazz. Now he's teaming up with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. But when has that ever worked out for that team? He teamed up with LeBron, and it didn't work out. He teamed up with Kevin Durant and it didn't work out. Russell Westbrook has been on six teams in the last five years, and I don't think it's going to work out. I think that the Clippers could win a playoff series, but that is about it. And they were one of my favorites to go to the Western Conference Finals. Not so much now. They are currently the number four seed. They would play the Phoenix Suns in the first round. You look at all the teams. Dallas has gotten worse acquiring Kyrie. They have lost three straight. I don't trust Sacramento in the playoffs. They are the number three seed, but if you have a playoff series where it's Sacramento and Dallas, who are you taking in that series? Denver is a solid number one. Whoever Denver gets in the first round of the playoffs, it could set up well, but what if it's Golden State and Denver? Do you trust the Denver Nuggets to win a playoff series against the Golden State Warriors if they have everybody back healthy? Remember, this team does not play defense like they used to And I think they're missing their assistant head coach, Mike Brown. This Warriors team was a very good defensive team. And when Draymond Green's not in the lineup, they give up about 120 points. You could find a way to beat the Warriors because if they don't play defense, you can just outshoot them. Patrick Beverly signs with the Chicago Bulls. Right now, the Chicago Bulls are just two games out of the play-in game. I don't know if Patrick Beverly makes the Bulls better. 
But the Bulls did get some disheartening news that Lonzo Ball is out for the season. The landscape of the NBA in the Eastern Conference, it's it's a two-team race between Boston and Milwaukee. The NBA second half of the season will start back up on February. And some of the notable games include the Warriors and the Lakers. Yeah, I'll go ahead and watch that one. Grizzlies and 76ers. That looks like a very intriguing matchup. Can't wait to see the NBA get back because I really wasn't all that impressed with NBA All-Star Weekend. Not a fan of them scoring in the 180s and 170s. Okay, well, I've had a condensed show today because I have not had a guest on. But there's still sporting events to talk about here on this Tuesday. As I continue to do this show five days a week, I still want to give you the latest updates in sports. And especially since we have high school basketball going around throughout the state of Alabama and throughout the state of Georgia. That is all the time I have on the show, but stay tuned for the radio station only. We've got some best of shows. You don't want to miss it. I actually pulled some of the audio from some of the shows that I did when I went live on my Facebook page. I actually went for two and a half hours. I wanted to do a show where I can go as long as I possibly could to show that I can actually do this show three hours if I have commercial breaks, if I have a producer, if we have some topics to talk about. But I also need your help. I need to get more guests on this show. There'll be some days where I don't have guests. And so it's just going to be me doing a show. During that time, I will have to give you a best of show. So you're going to get a best of show for the remainder of this time. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hope everybody has a great rest of your day. Stay tuned for the best of. You are listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, broadcasted on WQEE 99.1 FM The Key from 2 to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. This is a local podcast that covers Columbus sports and beyond. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.